Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Drowning Fish podcast. I'm not going to do a music intro today because it's corny. Um, yeah, man, so yesterday I got some good news. Um, I'm, bu- I'm getting back the deposit on the studio. Not all of it, just half. And I know I had talked about it maybe a podcast or two ago uh, or an episode or two ago. And I don't know if, you know, they listened and maybe they took it and was like, hey, you know, here's the money. Or maybe it was just the fucking bomb I put in their mailbox. I don't fucking know, man. I'm getting half my money though back though. Um, how's everyone doing? I hope everyone's doing fucking phenomenal. Uh, I wanted to talk about like some crazy shit that I had wrote down just uh, uh, for the week. And I remember I was uh, I was in a small phase. Uh, I was probably like fourth, third grade and something like little kid shit, you know, stuff just boys do uh, stuff that just you do with your friends and, and, and you laugh and you have a good time. But I remember we used to catch grasshoppers and we would stuff them inside the AC units like uh, like your AC unit outside your your house, you know, like. There's a big fucking fan inside of it and we would just we would just watch them fall to their death and hit the blade and be absolutely just obliterated. Um and we did that a lot, you know, we would we would pretty much get a lot of uh like water water bugs and stuff like that. Uh water like beetles and whatnot. We would fucking put caterpillars and uh we would also put grasshoppers in there, man. We would just watch them bitches get crushed up by that fan. And we all did it. All my friends did it. Um, I, I think they're all either in prison or on drugs by now, most of them. If not, they have tried drugs, uh, and now they're probably clean. But, you know, I'm just glad I didn't go down that hole. Uh, kind of went down another hole, you know, and started, you know, doing other things, but... We're here now and we got to continue to keep going. But yeah, man, crashing, cra- crushing grasshoppers, dude. That's a such a devastation to be a grasshopper, dude. Because isn't there, I don't know if I'm right or if I'm quoting this from something else. Or I don't fucking know, honestly, dude. I'm just a moron with a mic. Uh, there's like a parasite that goes inside grasshoppers' brains and it eats them and it makes them kill themselves, you know. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm pretty sure I heard it somewhere. And if that's true, man, I really don't feel that bad, you know, because I'm kind of a parasite. I'm kind of, I'm kind of a parasite that was just uh, ejected into the world, you know, just kind of like, hey, I'm here. Got to make the best of it. And I'm the one killing grasshoppers now, you know, I'm that guy. I'm, that's what I'm known for, actually. I'm a local legend. Uh, the grasshop killer. <laughs> That's fucking retarded. Anyhow, yeah, man, but I don't know why I was thinking about grasshoppers. Probably because uh, summertime, it's humid as fuck right now. There's bugs all over the, uh, the outside of my house. Um, luckily, they have not made their way in, but I'm about to spray that rage shit all over my house, dude. And, uh, last year I did that and I didn't have any bug problem outside, like even outside, you know, but re- this year it's been fucking insane, dude. Isabel found, uh, found like, a uh, a, a spider the other day, a black widow. 
And I'm just like, dude, fuck that, bro. I fucking hate spiders, man. I fucking can't stand spiders, you know? And that's may- maybe that's why I, I used to crush, you know, insects because I was like, dude, fuck these guys, you know? Like, God damn, dude. I don't know. Would you, if you were a grasshopper, if you were a cockroach, if you were an insect, would you, would you rather get pushed into blades and get crushed by a Mexican kid or get sprayed with processed chemicals and get killed? I don't know, man. I, I would much rather get pushed into the blades because that's just like, hey, man, that's how Johnny died. You know, like Johnny got pushed into the blades and you're just a local legend at that point. You know, if you're a grasshopper, if you're a young grasshopper, you get picked up and you get put in them blades, bro. You get crushed up. Um, That was fucking stupid. Oh, my God. I definitely wanted to talk about this, dude. I was let me get a sip of coffee, bro. I feel like this is going to be a long podcast and I don't know. I might be wrong, bro. I've said, you know, it's going to be a long one, but. I really feel like this is going to be a long one. I just got a lot of things I want to get off my chest, you know. And uh, it it feels good, man. And before I go ahead and say this, uh, what I was about to go in on, I actually, like 30 minutes ago, I went to my mailbox and uh, I got a check sitting in front of me for $40.74 from... Uh, my my previous internet provider who I obliterated in a lawsuit, by the way. Um yeah, so yeah, man, I'm winning forty dollars and seventy four cents, you know. Just wanted to put that on the podcast. Um I didn't I didn't sue them. I just returned my my modem and I they gave me some money back or whatever because I'm an honest citizen. And their outdated, fucking, extremely old modem. They gave me forty bucks. So thank you, previous internet provider, for the forty dollars. Um, yeah, who the fuck goes on cruises, dude? And I know I'm probably gonna upset a lot of people. Probably gonna be like, "Oh, come on, dude, really? Like, why would you do this to me?" Somebody out there listening, you go on a cruise. Listen, bro, I get it. I get it, bro. Like. It's a boat, <laughs> you know, it's a boat and you're in the sun and at least you can say you can afford a cruise. But like cruises are for like old white people with absolutely no fucking sense of direction. <laughs> they're they're actually there to find the reason why they chose their early retirement or or maybe they are retired and they don't know what to do. You know, they're trying to meet more people like them. Um, and it's not only old white people. I've seen like old black couples go, you know. It's like the old black couples, the guy still driving a 2000 low mileage Lexus. You know, he keeps it clean on white walls. But for the most part, you know, it's always the old people. You know, they can piss clean. They have a couple margaritas. And they just have fun, you know, they just have fun on that boat, man. And I get it, dude. Like cruises are, I would never get on a cruise, man. Even if it was paid for, I just couldn't do it, man. I wouldn't, I just don't find, man, if I wanted to go on in a small place to drink, I would just go to like a bar, you know, cause that's all you're doing on a fucking cruise. You're sitting on a boat. Maybe you're tanning, maybe you're drinking. 
or maybe you're playing. There's nothing you can do on a boat that you can't do on the fucking land, dude. Just go to like go downtown or something, you know, go downtown and fucking get a couple drinks in you and be like, yeah, you're right. I don't need that cruise, bro. Go to the park tomorrow and get a tan, you know, go to the park tomorrow, take a walk. Literally, all these things are better than a cruise. I would much rather go on a fucking walk on a hike than go on a cruise. And everyone that knows me, I knows that I hate, absolutely hate. I would much rather get shot nine times by the local police force than to go on a cruise or on a, on a hike. Sorry. Um, yeah, dude. Cruises are like, my God, dude. I don't fucking know. I don't think I would ever actually want to be on a cruise. Now, if somebody was like, hey, man, we want you to do open mic cruise ships. And I would be like, absolutely. Who wouldn't do that, though? You know, that'd be fucking retarded if you didn't do that. Um, It would be bad. And I, I would just like I would <laughs> I would have to become something that I'm not for these old people, you know, and I would just be like, remember when? You could drive down to the mailbox. Like, I don't know fucking know, dude. I don't know, like, old-timey jokes, you know. I would just be like, remember when? Like, every joke would start with remember when. And uh, they would just laugh. They'd cheer me on. They'd throw money at them. Old men would want me to be with, with their wives. Wives would want for me to be with their men. And I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat, you know, in a heartbeat. Um, Yeah, fuck cruises, man. That's all I got to say. I fucking don't. I, uh, someone tells me they're going on a cruise. I'm like, awesome, man. Um, I'm going to chill at the house today. You know, like I'd rather chill at the house than go on a cruise, bro. On a paid cruise. If someone said, hey, man, want to go on a cruise? I'd be like, no, I don't. Now, the only cruise, it's not even a cruise. It's like an expedition. An expedition I really want to go on is like Antarctica. I think that would be phenomenal. And uh, I don't know if they allow people my, with my skin tone there, but we're going to try one day. I just want to be out there on the ice, you know, see what it's like. I think that'd be pretty dope. But other than that, dude, fuck boats. Mm. Yeah, probably not going to be a long podcast. I was lying. That didn't take as long as I thought it would, but... um, Yeah, I I was thinking about, you know... At some point in my life as a child, I was like, man, it'd be cool to be a, a, a cop. You know, even today, I'm like, you know, it'd be pretty cool to be a cop. And I think it would be pretty cool to be a cop. I see all these movies and all these hero movies, you know, the cops, a hero. Realistically, they're not heroes. You know, they're, in today's world, in, in media, they're portrayed as villains they're portrayed as people that have absolutely no training and they target people um, based on skin color. And, you know, it's just one of those things, you know, it's like one of those things that you just have to accept because it's the truth. And I was thinking about like, what would I do if I was a cop and I would go in there and I would probably, I'd probably do the same thing. You know, I'd probably uh, take advantage of, my law enforcement privileges, you know, I would definitely 110% take advantage of the privileges that I have as a police officer. And I'm not talking about doing burnouts in the police cruiser. I'm talking about going to the evidence locker and stealing all the drugs and replacing it with other like shit fucking 
I don't know, bro. Whatever. I'm not a fucking drug addict, so I don't fucking know. You know, but this is just like a what if situation, you know? Um, yeah, I would be I would be like I I would be Tony Soprano in the police department, bro. I I would be something else. And uh yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and apply. I'm going to apply to a couple police departments and try to get interviewed. They're hiring police like left and right. They're literally handpicking them straight out of high school. They're wanting to get, I'm pretty sure the police departments now have recruitment agencies that target people so that they can bring more people in because no one wants to be a cop, dude. I know who wants to be a cop. People that think they want to do good, but have zero discipline and fall into the system. That's exactly who wants to be a cop. And guess what? They're going to fucking shoot somebody, dude, on accident. I know there's good cops. I'm sure there's good cops. I'm not saying all cops are bad, you know. I'm just saying, like, if I was a cop, I'd be a bad motherfucker, bro. I would be a bad cop. I would be corrupted from the from day one. From the You know, I'm corrupt right now, bro. I'll just tell you. I'll just go ahead and say I'm corrupt right now. And I'm pretty sure that as a police officer, I would pro I would do some heinous activities and I would, you know, I would, I would do bad things. I would, there'd be countless, countless murders. Um, you would see me in a hundred thousand dollar vehicle with my $40,000 salary. And, you know, if you, you'll see me in a half a million dollar house and you just need to mind your fucking business because I'm, I'm providing and, uh, I'm keeping the market afloat and this is what we need. Yeah. Fuck that dude. I'll never want to be a cop. Not even like in, not even like role playing cop, you know, like Grand Theft Auto. I, I fucking hate actually. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed being a cop in Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Um, and I know that sounds like really gay, but it's true, dude. I really enjoyed driving the Crown Vic. Um, I don't know if it was Hot Pursuit 2 or Hot per- like the original Hot Pursuit. It was one of the Hot Pursuits, and I would drive the Crown Vic. And uh, it was fun, dude. The, the, the Crown Vic can go, man. It's a heavy, it's a boat, you know, it sways. It doesn't have any like real cornering. It's just a fucking machine, dude. The the Ford Crown Victoria, and every time you know you'd hover over the Ford Crown Victoria, that female's voice would pop up and be like, "The 2003 Ford Victoria," and I would just be like, "Oh my god, she is fucking hot, dude. She sounds hot," and I would just fucking I'd play it, dude. Uh, Need for Speed. <clears throat> All right, what else? What else? What else? Hmm. I'm running a little bit about a Jew named Johnny and everyone calls him Jewing Johnny because he is, you know, he is, uh, how should I say this? He protects his money. Well, he is, uh, financially independent and financially, uh, intelligent you know he's a financial guru and he he likes bargains and he likes deals but he's Jewing Johnny and that's basically the whole little bit um 
and I really don't know what I don't know how to end this. And I, I hopefully that maybe one day I end this goddamn terror of a joke. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm thinking about just trashing the whole thing. I think it's funny. I think Jewing Jewing Johnny is funny. And maybe if somebody else wrote it, but for now, dude, I'm just like, how does this fucking end? Like, how does this, how does this story end? Oh my God. Let me read this text message. Oh, okay. All right. Anyhow, that's probably the only time I, w- I haven't been upset. You know, if it's my wife, I'll be like, Hey, you know, whatever. I don't care, dude. It's my fucking wife. I'm not going to not it or like my mom or like my brother. Cause they never, like my mom calls me all the time, but my brother's never caught me. If my brother's called me, I'd be like, all right, this must be an emergency. But, uh, yeah, man, I will. I I won't get mad for certain people, but, uh, I'd say 90% of humans. Yeah. I'd be like, bro, really, man? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Um, not their fault though. I'm just a piece of shit. A Japanese steakhouse in Florida is closing after people tested positive for meth. After eating there, the restaurant is Nico Japanese Steakhouse in Santa Rose County, Florida. And uh, apparently a boatload of people got meth poisoning. An investigation was conducted and uncovered methamphetamine contamination and soy sauce, but no arrests were made due to lack of evidence. What? What do you mean lack of evidence, bro? If there's fucking... If the, it's re, if it's residue, if it's meth residue inside the fucking soy sauce containers, that's enough evidence you need, bro. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Arrest the owner, arrest whoever's fucking in charge. Look at the fucking people that it's getting shipped from. Maybe it's like one of those warehouses, you know? I don't know, dude. This sounds a little fishy. Let's see. What else did I write? Yeah. I don't know, dude. Meth contamination, that's pretty much all the evidence you need. The steakhouse's closes doors due to bad publicity. Apparently, I read this online, and I and that's what that fucking article said, that they had closed because the publicity was bad. Like, no, dude. You closed because there's meth in your fucking soy sauce, bro. It's not publicity. It's just fucking meth in your soy sauce, dude. Um, Yeah, man, I don't think it's bad publicity. I think it's like a win-win situation, bro. Like... You get a, you get free drugs, bro, and Japanese food. Like that's a good fucking bargain, man. You can you don't have to go to Jap <laughs> you don't have to go to Japan to eat their food and try their fucking meth, dude. Like you can do it in Florida. Um I don't know, this is all fishy, man. I mean l- let me tell you what I think's going on here and I kind of wrote this out a little bit, so kind of bear with me. Um this is a simple case of like drug smuggling gone wrong. Uh, especially when it comes to people like Asians, you know, um, because they are also extremely well off with their money, you know, and they like a good deal and a good bargain. They like to, they're, they're penny pinchers, you know, penny pinchers. And who is it nowadays, you know, with this economy, with this, with Biden, and I, and I voted for that fucking guy. You know, I fucking hate him. Um, yeah, man, they're really good with their money, and they probably smuggled liquid meth in soy sauce containers because 
I'm just assuming liquid meth looks like soy sauce. I don't fucking know, dude. I'm not a fucking drug addict. Um, and that's what it is, man. It got to distribution. They emptied out. They 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 got the original meth out, and they didn't even bother to fucking rinse them out. I bet and just fucking fill them up with soy sauce. You know, a lot of a lot of. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was low sodium soy sauce. I don't know, dude. You know, they make those, they make the low sodium soy sauce. And I think that's fucking stupid, dude. You, you put, so everyone, anyone who uses fucking soy sauce is putting it for taste. And so it could be wet and for the salt because soy sauce has so much fucking salt, dude. One time I drank a bottle of fucking soy sauce and I, I passed away and I'm here again now though, you know? And it didn't have liquid meth in it. <laughs> it was just the sodium. That's what it is, dude. It's not even liquid meth, bro. They, the DEA, the drug task force in Florida, they probably haven't updated their fucking shit since the 80s, you know, because, you know, that's when the crack shit happened in Florida and the cocaine and all that good stuff. Um, Yeah, they probably, like, ran out of test kits or whatever, you know, and they're using test kits from the 80s. And uh, they're like, yeah, this is meth. But no, it's just the, the sodium. It's just the sodium and the soy sauce putting these people out, man. I tell you, bro. I drank soy sauce once and I passed away uh, because of the sodium. Oh, my God. I wanted to fucking read this. Let me take another sip of coffee and then we'll read it. Mm. All right. An article on Vice reads. I read this on Vice. Couples are doing MDMA ketamine therapy to save their relationships. And I say welcome to 2023. We do drugs to save our relationships. And who doesn't? Who doesn't use drugs nowadays? Boomers and Gen, Gen X fucking use alcohol and they party their lives away. Actually, every everybody uses alcohol as remedy, you know, and, and they're they're fucking they're they're pushing this shit on us. They're pushing all their fucking addictions on us. And now our generation is fucking mixing Molly with ketamine to save these relationships. And I'm just I'm just got to say, dude. If you got to fucking rely on Molly to save your fucking relationship and some ketamine, that's a toxic relationship, dude. You know, it's toxic when you have to do drugs to fucking like get along with each other. Be like, haha, I'm really not me and you're really not you, but we love each other because the euphoria is high. It's a fucking, it's a big shit show, man. I don't think that this is, I don't even know if this is real to be honest with you, man. I think Vice is lying here. I don't even think... They might just be stirring the pot just to rile me up, you know, just fucking pissing me the fuck off, man. Just pissing me the fuck off with their fake shit. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't, I don't do pharmaceuticals. Uh, I'm not a big fan. I'm not, you know, that's not something addiction's a real thing. And, uh, probably the only thing I'm addicted to now is coffee. I just can't, I just, I, I drink coffee all the time and if it if it's if it's a thing that kills me no fuck it whatever um 
And you know, coffee is a bonding experience, man. Man, maybe maybe they might be onto something. You know, maybe uh, doing some Molly and ketamine does help people's uh, kind of bond. You know, but they're just they're just bonding over the experience. They're really not bonding over themselves really you know because when you go out for a cup of coffee with a friend you're bonding over the experience you're bonding over the cup of coffee and it would be weird if if neither of you were drinking coffee and you're in a coffee house you know but maybe if you go I don't know where people would even get molly and ketamine at the same time you know is that even the thing is there any drug dealers that listen to this and maybe you can explain to me where I can get some ketamine and molly at the same time because isn't, I mean, like you can go to the coffee shop and get like a small coffee, you know, and it has caffeine and it has chemicals, caffeine. At what point, who is stopping from Molly from being sold, you know, at the coffee shop? Maybe that's a thing. Maybe, maybe there's a barista, like a drug dealer barista. It's like, you want some ketamine with your coffee? You went to Molly with your coffee and it's just a bonding experience, dude, because you're saving these relationships. You go out on a business call and you're on Molly, you're on Molly, dude. You're on a business call and everybody there is on Molly and you're just like, yeah, this is a good fucking business call, man. I feel like snuggling with somebody and uh, you don't even end up talking about business at that point. Like a lot of people get on drugs and don't even you know, maybe they're doing it for the high or maybe they're just, you know, addiction's real. And I get the high, dude. I fucking understand it. Um, But what are you doing with it? What are you doing with the high? Are you just sitting there vibrating? Just sitting there, dude. Just not, not doing anything. Not being productive. Or are you fucking cleaning? Maybe you're fucking doing something, you know? And I'm not saying maybe you got to get up and do something, bro. But, like, if I'm going to be blitzed out of my mind, I'm going to, like, do something. You know, I'm going to write. Or like type something up or like, I don't fucking know. Think. I don't know, dude. Uh, I don't know where we're headed when it comes to drugs. I'm not, I want to be closed minded. I want to say like, don't do drugs, but maybe they're the way, dude. Maybe the things that we're taught not to do are the way. And, uh, I don't, I've never tried ketamine. I don't want to try ketamine. I don't want to fucking do any molly. I don't want to do any of that shit. Um, it's just the fact that I don't, I feel g- pretty good right now. You know, I don't want to fuck that up, <laughs> but yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 my personal belief is if you both have to do drugs to get along, then you know, it's a toxic environment. And, uh, it's just toxic, man. And and if you think otherwise, if you're like, no, man, I like to get high with my spouse, bro, because it just makes me feel so good. And I'm just like, oh my fucking God, dude, you're a peasant. You're a fucking peasant, man, because you're not both equally on the same field. You know, you're somebody's thinking about laying on a marshmallow and somebody's thinking about like kids, you know, like thinking about fucking retirement. It's just not the same, bro. Um, I don't even know. We'll, we'll see where it goes with drugs. You know, I'm not fucking concerned, dude. I'm not on drugs. 
I don't condone anyone does drugs, you know. The only drug maybe like cannabis or like maybe a little bit of alcohol. Uh have fun, but don't like, you know, don't don't <laughs> don't make it a habit. Uh speaking of drugs, Jonah Hill emotionally abused his girlfriend Sarah Brady, who I hope hopefully uh sues me for this. Um yeah, I just don't believe it at all. You know, Jonah Hill is a sweetheart and he's always been a sweetheart and I'm sure he's a sweetheart, you know, to see where he came from, to see him in the middle and see him now, you know, this could potentially end a lot of uh business opportunities for Jonah Hill, you know, because people are so fucking stupid, man. Like they think they're so fucking awake and they're like, what is, you know, Jonah Hill emotionally abused. And they're just reading an article and they know because people, people want to fucking read these articles. Just like I was attracted to this article. I was like, Oh, what the fuck? Jonah Hill emotionally abused. What the hell happened here? You know, but I'm going in there with an open mind, not with like, Oh, what a piece of shit. And just keep on scrolling, you know? Um, I don't know if a lot of people do that. I'm assuming some people do because, you know, a lot of the, that's what a lot of news is. You know, it's a lot of, uh, clickbait titles and they're, and they know the clicks aren't going to be there. So they just make the, that's why they try to get clickbait title. Maybe I got clickbaited here, you know, that's exactly what fucking happened. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm fucking pissed. I'm fucking upset, but I'm sure Jonah Hill's a good guy. Uh, he's really cool. You know, every time I've seen a movie with Jonah Hill, it's been amazing. Uh, I really liked him in war dogs. He was, he was really, really big in that one. Uh, like shape. He was massive. He was an absolute fucking unit. He was huge in war dogs. Uh, I'm unsure how he didn't just pass away. Uh, that's how big he was, but you know, he was, a, he was great in that movie. Uh, he was really great in 21 jump street, uh, in Moneyball with Brad, Brad Pitt. Like what the fuck dude, he's working with a legend, obviously an absolute menace. Um, I mean that one of his, one of his, uh, early movies, super bad. He was a fucking King in super bad dude. Emma stone was in that movie. God damn, I fucking love Emma Stone. Was Emma Stone in that movie? Now I have to look it up. Uh, dude, I'm a huge Emma Stone fan. Super bad movie. Let's type it up. If it is, there's somebody out there like, yes, yes, he is. Yes, yes, Eric, yes. Calm down, dude. Calm down, because now you're pissing me off. Super bad movie cast. Emma Stone, let's go. I fucking knew it, bro. I'm a Emma Stone fan. And, uh, you know, I, I would do whatever. I would, uh, drone strike a small village to go on a dinner date with Emma Stone. Uh, yeah, man, he was, he was great and super bad. And you can't forget, you know, he, he wasn't the main guy in Knocked Up, but I feel like Jonah Hill was really himself in Knocked Up, you know, and maybe maybe he played himself too well in Knocked Up because in Knocked Up, Jonah Hill wanted Ben, a.k.a. Seth Rogen, to get an abortion, you know, and he just kept pushing it and kept pushing it and kept pushing it. And he's like, maybe you should have the A word, you know, the abortion. Obviously, they didn't say it because it's like fucking 
Hollywood, but like, yeah, dude, like he was pushing for abortion and maybe, maybe he did emotionally abuse his girlfriend, Sarah Brady. Who cares, dude? The guy's a fucking legend. Leave him alone, dude. Maybe he sent a couple text messages, bro. I don't think it's, you know, what's emotional fucking damage, emotionally a traumatic experience. It's life. Life itself is an emotional fucking traumatic experience, dude. And, uh, I, I just think, you know, I, I just think she's just trying to grab for something that's not there, you know, make them look bad. I don't think Jonah Hill's a bad fucking guy. And at the end of the day, who gives a motherfucking shit, you know? I just needed something to talk about, dude. Like, no one gives a fuck about any of this shit. I read it, and I was just wanted to talk about it, you know? I don't know. I really don't give a shit about these Hollywood guys. I don't give a motherfuck. And uh, I just like Jonah Hill because of the movies, you know? The movies are fucking great. Uh, I mean, Moneyball was really good. Like with Brad Pitt, that one, that movie was really, really good. I kind of want to watch it now. Maybe I'll watch it tomorrow when I have time. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry, man. I just, I get on the internet and I look at like articles and I just want to read them all. I just want to read. And I'm just like, what the hell's going on here? You know, like meth in soy sauce it's not even possible but uh yeah man i'll tell you something that i haven't thought about since it happened actually and i don't like to let me t- let me say this first for the first time ever Somebody used information from what I say on the podcast to make me look stupid or to make me look like the lesser guy or to make me feel weird, you know, and I caught on to it and uh, I think that's weird. I think that's fucking weird and uh, I'm not upset. I'm just upset that they would try. You know, it's it's weird, and uh, if you're listening, stop it. Um, I don't know, man. You know, I was thinking about how far do I take it, and I was uh, sitting here just thinking about how far do I take it with the stuff that I say, you know, like how far should I take it, because at, at some point someone's going to listen and they're going to try to use this information against me. You know, if I say something, if I say something from my past, they're like, oh, shit, like, yeah, this happened. And I'm like, uh, yeah, like, (laughs) so fucking what, dude? What what are you getting to, you know? What are you getting to with this information? Obviously, I wanted people to know. I think it's funny shit, man. I think every situation that I put myself is funny. And and the fact that they would try to use the comedy against me, it's kind of like, dude, it's, uh... And it's not, it might not even be comedy. It's just like me saying dumb shit into a microphone and you listen and you try to, you try to fucking say something. And I'm just like, bruh, you know, bruh. I wanted to play something real quick. 
Okay, so apparently my neighbor, this motherfucker, decided to take the tire off my bike last night. So I go upstairs to like the property manager and I tell him like, homie need to run my tire and shit. Like, cause we ain't finna play that. Like, you ain't finna come over here, take the tire off my bike, give it to some other motherfucker and then act like you don't know what the fuck going on and shit, right? So whoop de woo I go over, they come outside, I talk to his dad. I'm like, yo, I need my tire back, real talk. Like, he about to have to step outside. So property manager was saying like, if he don't want to give it back, then he can just call the cops or whatever. And they can get it robbed and check the cameras on the premises and see what's up. So dude come outside talking about, all right, um, I got to tell you that to match you a bite, um, but I promise I didn't fuck with it. I'll, I'll put it back on and I'll mount the chain on it for you too. And then I was like, you sure? It's a tire that's going to match my bike. It's the same one. It's not this front tire that's here. And he's like, yeah, I just say that, right? And I was like, all right, bet. I'm just making sure. So whoop the wool. All right, bet. I'm just making sure. Um, Yeah, man. And I was thinking about how far should I take it. And I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned. And, uh, I feel sorry for the people that get in front of me that really want to cause harm. I feel sorry for them because I'm a nice guy outside of this. You know, I'm like an easygoing guy. This is just, these are just thoughts, you know, and, uh, a lot of it are, a lot of it is an experience. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the shit I say, like putting grasshoppers in a, in the AC, like that's true. Like I really killed a lot of insects. You know, I committed a lot of atrocities growing up. And, uh, I I don't feel sorry for it. You know, it's just one of those things we do. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you this, but I don't give a shit, man. Cause I think it's funny. And, and the, and I think that it's something to look back on and kind of laugh at, you know, cause it happened such a long time ago. Um, but the first time and the only time I ever got caught having sex in my car um, it was with my girlfriend, then wife now, um, uh, you know, we were getting it on in the back of my 96 Maxima and we were tucked in on the backside of somebody's fucking backyard. Like this is true. This really happened. And, uh, I'll never forget this shit, man. Uh, you know, this is. I've never told anybody this. Like we were parked basically on the side back side of somebody's fucking house. And I don't know if it was abandoned, you know, it it kind of looked abandoned, but at the same time, it looked like it looked like it was, you know, kept up with. And, uh, yeah, we were just in the back back seat, you know, doing whatever teenagers do, you know, and I'll never forget it, dude. It was great. And this truck pulls up on us, you know, from the back and their bright lights are just blaring right into the back window. And I'm just like looking at them like with my fucking eyes. I'm just like, what? I'm just looking at them for like 10 seconds straight. And, uh, they turn back around, you know, that was just, uh, one of the things that was like really weird because, it's probably the only time. No, I wouldn't say the only time. There's another time too. I want to talk about that. Some other time maybe. Um I think sex is funny, dude. And I think little and I think no, let me retrace that. I don't think sex is funny. I think funny things happen during sex. I think when that I think when those things happen, I think that's fucking hilarious. And I could just imagine me in the back seat looking out the fucking back window, my teenager ass, you know, my brown 
teenager fucking ass in the back backseat of the car, naked, looking at the truck, and, uh, you know, I'm just sitting there, you know, and, uh, that was, that's, that's just funny to me, like, (laughs) they just, like, looked for, like, 10 seconds and then drove away, because they knew what was going on, they knew what was going on, obviously, who hasn't had car sex, that's, that's the real question, by now, if you're an adult and you haven't had car sex, you're missing out, dude, Car sex is the ma- is fucking great. It's amazing. It's fucking it's awesome. But I'll tell you another time. I say the, the <laughs> I say that that was the only time we ever got caught. That's not true. Um, this one time we were out. I don't remember exactly where we were out of town, and we had gotten a hotel. Uh, during the day, by the way. This was during the day activity. And we got the top floor because we wanted to open. I I always, you know, if it's a hotel, I like getting the top floor. I like looking out the window naked. You know, I just like looking out the window and I don't like being seen. Uh, But I like seeing, you know, I'm like a peeping Tom kind of. That's funny. That's funny. But I got the top floor. And, you know, we're getting it on, bro. We're in the bed getting it on and whatnot. And the fucking, um, I see. <laughs> Dude, Isabel, I think, sees them first because she hears somebody thumping on the window. And it's some fucking Mexicans cleaning the fucking windows, bro. And they're just looking in. And I, like, I fucking turn around and I'm looking at them and they're looking at me. And I fucking sprint. I fucking sprint as fast as I can to the window to shut the curtain. And we just start laughing, dude. We start fucking laughing so hard. Cause like we didn't even, I chose the top because I just like being at the very top of the building. You know, it's, it's cool, dude. Like you're never imagining that the fucking window cleaning guys are just going to fucking pull up in the middle of sex, you know? And I think if Isabel, I think if you listen, I think you can tell that story a little better because, you know, it's just a better. She's the one that was like, oh, shit. And I was like, what? And I just turned around and they're right there, bro. Just looking. And uh, those fucking Mexicans, man. Goddamn. That was pretty funny, dude. I'll never forget. Uh, I can't think of about another time that we got caught. I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about how long I've been with her and how much I love her. So I love Isabel so much. And I never really talk about it on this podcast because it's another thing that's like, oh my God, like I don't fucking know, dude. I it's the truth. I love my wife. And uh Dude, we've known each other. She was fourteen and I was fifteen years old. And uh I've known her for a long time. You know, we've been together for like ten years. It's going to be 11 years in December. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about when we're 30 years old. I would have gotten to know her. Well, I will get to know her for more than half her life. You know, because when you're 30, we she was 14, 15 when we met, you know, like when we got together. So it was like when you're 30, that's 15, you know, like half that I was thinking about that and I was like damn dude 
at one point there's going to surpass a point where I get to know my wife more than half her life. You know, like when we're 50 years old, I would have gotten to know her most of her life. And I just think that's crazy, man. I think that I'm glad we crossed paths and I'm glad, you know, we fell in love in it. It hasn't been fucking perfect, dude. Nothing's perfect, dude. Especially like a real relationship that you want to make uh, a forever thing. And uh, in a marriage, it's just weird. No one talks about these things. No one talks about the beautifulness of a relationship and the growth. Everyone talks about, you know, their ex or they talk about toxic relationships or red flags. No one talks about the fucking love that it takes to fucking grow together, mold together. And I give her props all the time. You know, I was a young, I was a, I'm still a young man. And, you know, there's times where you're just like, man, dude, like we've been growing together basically, you know, since we were kids. And uh, it hasn't been like we were living together or whatnot, but we've known each other that long and we've kind of grown together. And now it's like, Isabel is my best friend for sure. She is my best friend. She knows everything about me. And I, (laughs) I tend to know mostly everything about her. You know, there's little quirks and stuff that I think is funny that she doesn't think is funny. Um, but you know, that's just love, man. That's just like love. And there's things that there's things that I'm sure I do that get on her nerves. You know, like when I joke way too much and she's like, why can't you ever take something serious? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. You've like, we've done this for such a long time. Why are we changing this now? You know? Um, but yeah, dude, it's just little things like that, man. Well, it's just growth and I'm happy I'm with her. I'm, I'm she we're both so fucking happy, man. And uh I think that's one of the main fundamentals of growing and maturing is like growing and maturing with somebody you love and somebody you want to be with. Obviously there's people out there that don't share the same beliefs and don't share the same morals and stuff like that. I think there's honor and pride in love, you know, and uh, as long as you know there's going to be ups and downs, hey, dude, have fun, you know. I don't like when people, you know, people come up to me for relationship advice. I'm just like, man, I don't know, dude, like, just try to be honest and try to tell the truth and like be dead ass honest, you know, honesty is like one of the most important things. And there's obvious, there's like some things you shouldn't say. Maybe like, I don't know, dude, like if I eat Isabel's snacks, you know, I'm not going to go and be like, I ate your snacks. I might tell her because I'll feel bad, but I'm not going to be like, Hey, I'm not going to sit her down and be like, Hey, listen, I ate your snacks. Um, she's going to find out the hard the hard way. When she wants a snack and then she realizes there's no snacks left um, because I fucking ate them all. And that's just what I do. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but yeah, man. Um, I love my wife, man. And I hope 
I hope people find what they want in life because I think it's a relationship is different, man. Like you can have a job, you can have a nice car, you can have a nice house, bro. But if you don't, if you're with somebody you don't fucking love and you don't actually enjoy, it's all worthless. You know, it's all worthless if you don't have something to share or somebody to share it with. And I'm glad I have a pretty dope family. I have really good friends and I'm happy. And uh, there's people that don't have that. And I'm not saying, you know, look at me, dude. Like, I've definitely had struggles and obstacles. But, like, I'm just happy, man. And I'm, I hope that people listening, you know, I don't know. I don't even know how you go out and meet friends, you know. I've had the same friends since kindergarten. And I've had the same friends since elementary. Like, the same motherfucking friends. And, uh... I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe maybe it's not a great thing. Maybe it's a good, great thing, you know. But I love my friends, dude. I love everybody. You know, I just think that there's people really that don't know who their friends are or who who they they share company with, you know. And that's dangerous and uh I've done it, you know, I've definitely overshared maybe a little bit with somebody and then they took it and ran with it with their advantage. And that's why I'm just like, dude, if you fucking use anything on this podcast against me, if you're a lawyer listening and you want to sue me, good fucking luck, man. I have the power of the Supreme Court and Joe, I literally have Hunter Biden on speed dial right now. I'll call him up and I'll tell him. And he'll tell his daddy, and daddy will fix everything. Um, and Hunter Biden's a good friend, you know. Hunter Biden, I I don't know where I would be without him. I don't know if I would ever be alive. I just realized that my camera isn't even on, so like, yeah, fuck me, right? Fuck me. Just fuck me, man. I just fucking forget that my shit's on, dude. I did rec- I did get half of it, but. All right, yeah, I would think we made it a little bit over 30 minutes, but oh shit, I just exited that out and I didn't save it. Fuck. No. 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 You know what that reminds me of? The boy in striped pajamas where he was like, Shmo. Shmo. Shmo, let's go to the cafe. And Shmo was fucking getting cooked in the oven. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I remember that shit. He was like, we're going to go to the cafe. Shmo. What was that other guy's name? Bruno. They're like, Shmo, Bruno. And they run towards each other. A little bald son of a bitch. Man, it's uh definitely a cool experience to be alive and I'm happy to share it with you guys. Um, yeah, it's fucking weird, man. I don't know that last part about the relationships all weird, you know, but yeah, I'll, uh, I've been doing this playlist and I don't know if you guys can hear it or not, but, 
Let me turn it up a little bit. It's called Vintage Old Money Playlist, and I fucking love it, man. Has uh, Aretha Franklin. I'm kidding. I know what it is. Uh, Etta James, Nora Jones, uh, The Champs, Frank Sinatra. There's a lot. Uh, fucking Jay Z is in here. Louis Armstrong. Uh, it's pretty good music, man. And I kind of been listening to this because I've been feeling a little bit old money, you know. Um, even though I'm not white, like I don't come from money at all. But I, uh, I feel like this is good. This is a good playlist, and I just wanna, I just wanna, I would just want for you guys to listen with me. I'll let you guys listen with me. Turn it up a little bit. That's enough. I'm going to get fucking banned. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> I accidentally turned it up. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a good fucking day. Uh, enjoy your life and make something happen today. I don't know, dude. Go clean your toilet. I bet people that listen don't clean their fucking toilet, man. Go clean your fucking toilet, you dirty bitch, pig, fucking whore. All right. Have a good night. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Johnny Jewing. Jewing John. Out.